what we're trying to think through isn't just how do we fix the problems, it's how do we avoid those problems in the future. One of the great quotes that he puts in there is he says, the time to look and to think deeply about something is when you are certain that you should do it. Welcome to the Free From Wall Street podcast, where we share how we have done over $200 million in real estate deals to create, preserve, and pass on generational wealth without the roller coaster ride of the stock market. If you're ready to start investing with purpose, visit freefromwallstreet.com. But for now, let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Free From Wall Street podcast. Appreciate you tuning in today. We're going to be talking about why thinking is your highest return on investment. I'm reading a great book right now called The Road Less Stupid. And I just wanted to jump on here and talk to you guys a little bit about some of what I'm pulling out of this and how we're implementing it within our team and within our business and where I think a lot of people don't spend this intentional amount of time. So I'm really excited in terms of like what the return on time invested has been because what it does is it just makes it intentional time that you're spending working through anything, really. I mean, this doesn't have to relate directly to business. It can definitely relate to just problem solving in general. And as entrepreneurs, we're always looking at how do we solve the next problem? And, you know, I think what that does is it makes your mind focus on problems. So you're always looking for something to solve when maybe there's a benefit in focusing on the stuff that is really good that's happening so that you can expand on those things. So anyway, The Road Less Stupid is not about how to expand your business to the next level, more like how do I make less mistakes? And if you're a, even if you're a passive investor listening to this, like in what way are you thinking through your investments? Sure, we're gonna introduce yourself to the people that you know, like, and trust, and you're gonna find good operators, and you're gonna, I mean, same thing with us, right? We're finding investors, we're talking to people, we're finding deal flow, and all of those things are important. Those are metrics that you need to look at, those are metrics that you need to sustain, those are metrics that you need to track so that you can continually grow and grow and grow. However, what I find interesting about this book is really what you're trying to do is not pay a dumb tax, right? Every single one of us has paid a dumb tax. And that dumb tax is just, it's ignorance, right? It's an ignorant tax. It's, I, I didn't know about this and this is how I lost money. And he goes through some great examples in the book. But for us, what we're trying to think through isn't just how do we fix the problems, right? It's how do we avoid those problems in the future? One of the great quotes that he puts in there is he says, you know, the time to look and to think deeply about something is when you are certain that you should do it. And I just thought that that was really wise because it's that level of certainty that also makes you have blinders on to the potential risks and downfalls. And we do this with properties all the time, right? We stress test these properties based on all kinds of unknowns. And, you know, right now we're in an inflationary season. They're expecting two to four federal rate hikes from the Fed this year. So exit interest rates are going to be important for us. Meaning if we're buying something and we put three and a half percent debt on it, when we sell it, will the new buyers be able to come in with a 5% mortgage and still make that a viable property or will that hurt the value? So 
Same thing when we're underwriting is like, hey, this is a great deal. Yeah, but things are going to change. So let's think through what those things could be. One, our exit cap rate is going to be the same. Our exit interest rate is going to be the same. You know, what's interesting is one thing that we couldn't have seen, right, is the pandemic. And when we were analyzing properties pre-pandemic, we weren't sitting there going, hey, what happens if, uh, if a worldwide pandemic breaks out, right? And they have a rental freeze for a year. Like it was just this unknown unknown, right? And now, so anyway, this this time that you get to spend thinking through these things is going, okay, so what what's happened in the past that we know we can insulate ourselves from? And not just like the past five, 10 years, right? What's happened historically through commercial real estate or what's happened historically applied to your marriage, right? What happened historically through my marriage when this came up or... And how do I avoid those things in the future? How do we communicate better about these things? And anyway, this is a time where you shut off your phone, you shut off, you get an out from behind the computer, you don't check social media, you're not doing anything, right? You're finding peace and quiet. And this could be for 20 minutes, thinking through what are the, these things that, that I just want to kind of brain dump, right? And have a pen and paper and just sit down thinking about, oh, well, this is what I'd like to do. This is where I see some hurdles. This is where I see some problems. Or this is what I'm certain about. Here's what I think is working great. Okay, well, what could be improved upon that? Or what happens if this happens and it stops working so great? And this might sound sim super simple, but you know, some of the most successful people in the world, Warren Buffett included, they sit and think for hours on end so that they can avoid paying dumb taxes. And, you know, these dumb taxes aren't just about your business. How do you avoid paying a dumb tax with your kids, right? Like, how do you avoid paying a dumb tax with your wife or with the auto mechanic or anything else that you're doing, remodeling your house? And, you know, I don't think there's enough credence put on the amount of time that we spend just thinking through something, writing it down. And here's what I like to do, right? I like to sit down, I'll just brain dump, meaning anything that crosses my mind for 10 minutes, I just scribble down and then I'll take a look through it and I'll say, oh, that's something that's interesting. Maybe I'll explore just this topic today and do this two, three times a week, four times a week and for 20 to 45 minutes. And you get a ton of value from just thinking through these things. And, you know, we have a specific place to sit. It's quiet. The kids aren't barging in, which I love, by the way, when they do barge in and I'm working or I'm on a podcast or on a meeting or whatever, like that's fine. I like those moments because we're going to not always have those moments, but thinking time, lock the door, right? Don't let everybody in, just you and your thoughts and really start thinking through some interesting ways to just get to the next level. Avoid paying dumb taxes by making mistakes because you're thinking through it. And then, you know, have some friends and some accountability partners, your spouse, your your business partnerships, and go to them and say, hey, I was thinking about this and I just want to spend some time kicking it around. How do we get better at this? How do we get more streamlined at this? And it might sound silly, but seriously, it has been the best return on time invested. I love listening to books. I love implementing what those things talk about. And, you know, in the next 
coming weeks, we're going to have uh, another author come on, Jim Shields from the family boardroom or the family board meeting. And he writes a very simple book about how to spend intentional time with your kids. As an entrepreneur, we don't necessarily do a lot of that. Maybe we're trying to squeeze in quality time for 15 minutes at dinner or squeeze in quality time while we're going out to get a drink of water and we walk out of our office. But are we doing it really well for them? And this is where, so I want to have him come on and talk through those things because we're implementing that strategy into our lives. And like, it's okay to talk about relationships strategically. You know, I think at least for me, I've had many people in my life speak to the fact of like, well, if you wanted to have a relationship with me, I wouldn't have to be put on your calendar. And I just think that's wrong thinking, right? Because I put you on my calendar shows how important it is to make sure that I'm communicating and having that relationship with you. And same thing with intentional time with your kids, your spouse. I mean, we do board meetings for the business all the time, but what are we doing to intentionally focus on the relationship piece? And this is some of the stuff that I think through during my thinking time, like the road less stupid. Well, what is an easy way to make sure that my spouse and I are continually communicating about the right stuff? Carve out time to do that. Pretty simple, but how many couples are actually doing that? And I'm talking like intentional time, not 20 minutes here or there, right? Like spend two, three hours with your spouse, get a babysitter, go out to dinner, talk through. And and besides just doing that, sit with your pen and paper and talk through and think through some of the things that are affecting the family and how you want to improve family time. Remodeling projects in the house. My wife and I are doing this. Now it's like, hey, let's talk about three things every Friday. What are we going to do for the house? What are we going to do for the kids? What are we going to do for the marriage? And being intentional about those things. So anyway, I hope this is valuable to you guys. I know it's a little bit off the topic of real estate, but man, I think the more you spend time with successful entrepreneurs, I think the more you recognize that it's all intertwined. It's not a business thing or a family thing. It's a life thing. And when you start to implement those pieces, that's where a balanced, fulfilled life comes from. It's not like I want to be great in my business and terrible everywhere else or a great dad and terrible everywhere else. These tactics and strategies permeate all parts of our life, at least. And, you know, it's important to sit down and think about what are those important things that you want to focus on in your life so that you can become intentional about achieving them. I think a lot of us, at least for myself in the past, would go through life kind of floating and doing the same day or the same week over and over and over again without the thought of why am I doing what I'm doing? How am I doing what I'm doing? Where can it be better? How could it be better? And um, the last couple of weeks has been a game changer for us. And we're a lot of us in the company are doing it. We're making sure that we're carving out time during the day to sit and just think because we're so scattered. We're so frantic. We're always distracted. We're getting emails. My Apple watch is buzzing as I am recording this because I forgot to hit the sleep mode button on it. But the whole world is trying to steal your attention constantly. And they're vying for your attention. Are you? Are you vying for your own attention? Are you putting things on the calendar where you keep the appointment with yourself for important things like just thinking through where your life is and where you want it to go? Anyway, that's all for me. I'm Steve Libman, managing partner of Integrity Holdings. This is free from Wall Street. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Free From Wall Street podcast. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review and let us know what you think. 